is Small Town News. I'm Keith. I'm Neil. I'm Craig. And I'm George. Each week, we <laughs> go to different small towns in the United States, and we read uh, articles from a small town newspaper. Articles have been provided to us by the wonderfully talented but woefully underpaid Dr. Saxon. Woo-woo. From the stories, we might take a character, a situation, a thing, maybe just one singular word, and we're going to improvise stories around that. We're just trying to make big stories out of small town news. I was just barely on the rails with that one. Could, could you, you got tell? It, man. You landed. You stuck the landing. Could you, could, could you see the train car just kind of <laughs> teetering from one side to the other? It's about to crash, it was, and it's still on the tracks. It's like a Segway on the edge of a cliff. I wasn't <laughs> listening to you at all. That's the correct answer. <laughs> Where are we today, Neil? We are in Clovis somewhere. So yes, we're in Clovis, New Mexico. I think that's where they parked the uh, the RV to make meth, right? In break, oh, I'm kidding. <laughs> it was it was New Mexico outside Spoiler of Albuquerque. It was. Yes. Yeah. Neil has just seen Breaking Bad. So for the record, I'm a binger and I don't like to watch series now if all of the episodes aren't out. No, you just want to go ahead and wrap the whole thing up. Exactly. Yeah. You know what Mason started watching? Twenty four. With Kiefer Sutherland. Really? You remember that show? Yeah. yeah. I never really watched it. I didn't yeah, either. I remember. I, we really liked it, but talk about going back. And there's like too many seasons of that, too. Mm-hmm. And it starts to be kind of all the same. Yeah. But I remember nothing about anything. So he's watching it, and I'm like watching it for the first time. But it's uh, it's pretty good from back in the day. Tell us things about Clovis, someone. Well, they did achieve some local fame in the 1950s and 60s when it was home to Norman Petty Recording Studio, founded by musician Norman Petty. Norman Petty Trio chopped the charts with Mood Indigo and Almost Paradise in their lounge pop style. Wait, Anybody Mood Indigo is like a, isn't that jazz? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Almost Paradise is not, right? <laughs> <laughs> Depends on how you sing it. <laughs> Almost Paradise. <laughs> Peggy Sue, Peggy Sue. Oh, it's not every day I get to hear such great jazz standards as Almost Paradise. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, and we'll now see. we slide things over to the Clovis News Journal. Oh. Over in Clovis, New Mexico. All right. Uh, mm. Princess Party and Affair for Royalty. By Brooke Finch. Tylene Caffrey proves you're never too old to enjoy fairy tales. The fifth annual Monarch Formals Princess Party promises a full cast this year, among other festivities geared toward younger girls and their parents. The event is to be held from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. Saturday at Clovis Community College and welcomes children ages 2 to 12 with an adult escort. For free or a small donation, the local nonprofit organization provides rental formal wear for any occasion to people of all ages in any financial situation. Caffrey uses prom as an example for Monarch Formal's mission. Wait, I, I, I'm sorry. I did not understand that <laughs> at all. I, I don't yet either. So there, it's a rental company for any financial fancy. situation uh, for, <laughs> right. for free or a small rental. Let's see. Okay. <laughs> the largest portion of spending on prom is the dress, Caffrey says. Girls can spend anywhere from $300 to $600 on average for a dress. If we can take that largest portion of spending away, that's our goal. If we can make things easier, that's what our organization is about. For a $30 ticket, each princess or prince 
is allowed one adult companion with a $5 fee for each additional person 13 or older. Dressed in their fairy tale outfits, attendees will experience crafts, games, prizes, and more than 20 vendor booths. So this is like a father-daughter, mother-son I thing? think it's a, it's a fundraiser for a group that provides prom dresses for Correct. people? Okay. Because that's the biggest <clears throat> expense of a prom is the dress. Yes. Right. Uh, they also get their own royal treatment, a walk on the red carpet escorted by Prince Charming, volunteers of the Clovis Fire Department, a Mad Hatter tea party, and a princess-themed boutique. Cut to barbecue cook-off contest to raise awareness for vegetarianism. I want to welcome you guys. All of you have done such a, such a good job putting your, uh, your barbecue together. So glad we could come together here to raise awareness for vegetarianism. Uh, we've got our special yeah. panel of, uh, of judges, uh, all vegetarians. Uh, I'm excited for them to try your, your products uh, and, and see what they think about it. So uh, let's, uh, guys, go ahead and bring your meat up to the table. Uh, uh, judges, let me, uh, let's see which one we want to dig into the, first. I am not, I am not comfortable I did not understand when I was asked to be a judge that I would be judging a meat, meat, food, neither, meat, cooked meat. Neither am I. This is, this isn't even pretending to be fake meat. This is straight up like bloody nasty. My, no, I, I, I would, I would, I don't think any of that looks bloody. I would protest that statement, but it is definitely real meat. Do you uh, want me to put it back on the grill for a little bit? No, is it I, a little I, too I, rare for you? Pop, pop. Huh? It's it's okay. It's okay. This is what you brought to the table. They came here to be judges. Oh, okay, then. I'm what you no. might call a gold star vegetarian. Oh. I've never actually no meat has passed these lips, and I'm sorry. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna break that today, even even for a competition. Wow, that's impressive. Look, I, um, I, I, I can't s- even say that. I I I will occasionally suck on a chicken leg, but I I won't eat it. Well, in uh, you all signed contracts. You were compensated to come here and. And do this. Um, you but get I, to do your I, presentation afterwards. So I'm. Well, I, I did sign up to judge this competition, but not by eating the food. I'm judging you all as murderers wait, so, of animals. So, wait, so oh. what What do you eat then, Mr. Judge Man? I'm a vegetarian. I eat vegetables. Oh, this this, this is this is grass fed Iowa beef right here. So, I mean, there, there's grass in it. And Vis-a-vis I would, what the cow ate? I'd be more likely to eat the grass, but I'm not going to eat the grass. A commonly misunderstood misconception of vegetarians is all we eat is, you know, salads, and that's not true. I enjoy tofu, beans of all kinds. Oh, I, I do not. I, I'm strictly cheese for the most part. Uh, I cut out beans a long time ago. Um, Why'd you cut out beans? Beans are murder. Have you never seen a bean shoot grow? Have you ever watched it on the Discovery Channel and seen it slowly sprout? Wait, so you're not e- you're not even going to try my world famous baked bean casserole here? Oh my! I have five types of beans in this. Oh my God, no! And some wonderful slabs of bacon right across the top there. You see that? Again. Oh, and some on the bottom. It's it's almost like uh-huh. a sandwich, really. It's like, it's like bacon lasagna. So are you going to judge this competition or not? Only in a philosophical way. <laughs> Cut to the George Washington Carver Foundation's review of grant applications. Uh, this one specifically by uh, a peanut allergy foundation. All right, gentlemen, uh, you're next up. Go ahead and uh, give us the information on, uh, on your, your foundation and your grant proposal. We are proponents of a certain minority in our society that is severely allergic to peanuts and peanut products. Severely, um, right? And so, um, we, what? Um, 
Excuse me. We are seeking funds. I understand. Excuse me for just a second. Yes. You do realize this is the George Washington Carver Foundation. Yes. We uh, have gone straight to the belly of the beast, as it were. I'm, seeking funds. You don't keep the peanuts in this building, do you? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Give me just a second. Um, James. Um, yeah. I don't think they understand who George Washington Carver is, perhaps. You ever heard of peanut butter? Oh, we've like, heard of it. Not peanut fans. butter didn't just grow out of the ground. It didn't fall out of the sky. A man had a dream. Yes. A man had a peanut. He put the two together and came up with peanut butter. That man was George Washington Carver. Let me tell you. And 300 other peanut-based inventions. And, and George Washington Carver was a brilliant man. And I do not mean to impugn his reputation. However, I am here to raise awareness, along with my friend Stanley... Absolutely. We are here to raise awareness of the unintended consequences of the peanut butter. Peanut nightmare. I, I'm, I'm sorry. Could you please stop saying that word? Which word? Awareness? No, no, please. Please don't say that word. That's uh, a twitch. I'm, I'm, I am on a committee that raises that word for that word. There are certain people that when we hear that word. You have an allergy? Yes. Yes, to, I have to awareness. Reaction. Not not to that specifically, just to the word. So if we could if we could leave that out, that would be great. Uh, so I, so I, I should not that. say what we're trying to raise. Yes, please. And that will help my grant application. Uh, no, you're really contrary to the whole concept of mm. of our foundation. Uh, again, I am sure that Mr. Washington Carver, the great man that he was, would not have intended. The widespread destruction caused hearsay. by him hearsay to all of our community hearsay, which we are trying to raise no information mm. about. Are either of you allergic? You're allergic. Are you allergic? I'm sir? not allergic. No, no, sir. That's good because I just want you to know that this table is made of compressed peanut hulls. Oh God! Come was on. that was that one of the three hundred inventions? Uh, yeah, yes, it was. Uh, I'm so sorry, Stanley. The, okay, okay. You are it, probably going to die. I we, don't. We, we oh, grease no. the handles and the knobs and and everything else and hinges with peanut oil. Everything. Um, I asked you when I came in here. Were you not aware? Oh, well, we we can't just walk on peanut shells. Were you not aware? You, were you ah, not aware? Ah, of, uh, not aware of my man's peanut uh, allergy? What, I, I'm asking you to please look please. at his face. <laughs> Look at his face. He did not look like that when he came in. Oh, we need a grant. We need a grant to help him. You're very disruptive, sir. You're, I don't even think I could fit through the door now to leave. You're badgering my colleague, and, and this guy's swelling up. You should have known where you came. I'm here to raise money for him. Do you, have an, to... a, is, do you have an EpiPen or a first aid kit or something, please? Please, get me the EpiPen, please. All right, do I stab you in the neck, or where does this go? It, it, at this point, it's wherever. Ours is peanut-based. Is that a problem? Oh, we, no! Oh, oh, God! <laughs> we were not aware. And see. <laughs> Peaceful Project, a community garden by Brooke Finch. Clovis Community Garden volunteers believe it's never the wrong time to celebrate International Day of Peace, even days later. So it's like they missed it. But days later, they celebrate it. <laughs> Let's find out. The United Nations Global Observance, mm -hmm. which fell on Wednesday, occurs September 21st every year. But Clovis locals 
knew Saturday was a good day to gather at the community garden located behind Plains Regional Medical Center for a corresponding international art project known as Pinwheels for Peace. It's just... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Keep going. (laughs) It's just people coming together and standing up for their desire to have a happier, healthier, nonviolent, peaceful future, said Jennifer Mason, who runs the garden with other volunteers. The event attracted 40 kids, plus parents and military personnel. Why are the military personnel there on the International Day of Peace? Because there's never a wrong day. <laughs> We're here for the International Day of Peace, ma'am. So, so what was interesting to me about the article is there's never a wrong day. The beginning of World War III is not the wrong day to celebrate International Peace Day. <laughs> right? You've already got your military personnel. Cut to the celebration of International Peace Day on Saturday in the bushes. Hey, uh, Private Johnson. Yeah. You got, you got the smoke grenades? I do. Okay, I got them. Got I'm smoke. ready. Okay, very good. Very good. Davis. Yeah. Davis. You got the uh, you got the, the 50 cal. Yes, yeah, Arch. All right, look. It's a little too excited. We're trying to stay quiet here. Oh, right. They're in the middle of the reading of the Lorax. One, we don't want to interrupt it. Two, we don't want them to know we're here just yet. Johnson, I want you to set up on that ridge over there, okay? All right. You're going to be the cover fire. Johnson, get on up there. All got right. it. All okay. right. Here, All right. Look, look, look. When you see the smoke grenades, start firing. And now that we have finished the reading of the Lorax, we will now turn our attention to the releasing of the peace doves. We're just about there, all right? As soon as you see them start to open that door, you fling that smoke grenade. Got it. Got it, Sarge. Now on through, everybody. We're all going to say give peace a chance and release the doves. Burn the hole! One, two. Whoa, what is... All right, get down. Down on the floor, everybody. Down on the ground. Down on the ground. All right, all right. What is the meaning? What is going on here? Well, we... We were invited. We just weren't sure why, so we thought we'd come in strong. What'd we're you... here for the International Day of Peace, Sarge. Tell yes. them about the International oh, Day of Peace. This is oh, the International me? Day of Peace. We conquered it. We oh, did it. We did it. No, we were just exer- observing peace, hoping for a world of peace and enlightenment. Oh, uh, we just read the Lorax. Uh, it wasn't it really saves trees. Was it really clear in the invitation what was happening? Ma'am, it'd really be best if you laid on ground. It really would. It really why would. He's got a really why do you finger. have guns? Why do you need to attack a festival full of families and children? Because you know what makes the grass grow? Blood, blood, blood. I, uh, I, I think that's the blood of tyrants if you go back a little ways. So let's uh, let's lay off of that for a second. So guys, uh, I have an idea. Let's turn this into a peacekeeping mission. I think we've uh, subdued the enemy. Uh, so we're going to set up a new government. All right, um, all right, Sarge. And, uh, and we'll deal with this. If you could take those uh, kids, let's get them into the, the library over there, make sure the doors Sarge, are locked. Sarge, before I, before yep. I take them, I'd like to be Minister of the Interior. That'd be all right? Uh, new government? Fair. Yep. Okay, all right, all right. Yep, so you're going to govern the inside of the library. Yes. All right. Okay, Boys, have you ever considered trying to give ma'am, peace ma'am, a you're, chance? You're going to want to lay that are, back down on the ground, ma'am. We have switched this to a peacekeeping mission. And I would say that you need to put your arms down by your side. You're acting in a threatening manner. I, and I, would, I will protect the people here from tyrants like you. With the right. blood of the tyrants. We have face You know what? Painting. We have face painting, too. You know what? Camouflage Cam- is no, important. that is not what I mean. I mean unicorns. Have you... Unicorns? Have you ever tried the cleansing spirit of peace? What kind of sick country tries to make people believe in imaginary animals as their peaceful, passionate... Unicorns are not yeah. real. 
It's symbolic. Maybe they were real ones before tyrants like you came. Maybe you're the tyrants. Maybe it's you. We could get her bound and gagged, boys. Yeah, let's shut it down there, Comrade Carol. No, no. All we need is love. Got her subdued, Sarge. Thanks, thanks, son. Sarge, what are we going to do with all these pinwheels? They are kind of pretty. I do like it. I want to. I want to blow it. Can I? Can I? Can I blow this one? I tell you what. You don't, blow. You blow that no, one. I'm, I'll blow I'm this self-conscious. One. No. No. Oh, it gets me such a. Hold on. She's got something to say. You. You don't get to blow that pin. Come here, you. You don't get to blow that pinwheel. Wait, lady, get off of me now. You war-loving tyrant. Search. Search. I think she's got the best of us. I think. uh... Have you ever considered joining the military, ma'am? Huh? Yeah, you'd be a great combat instructor. Huh? Hand to hand. You ready? All right, then. <laughs> <laughs> and see. Faith. Haunted night, holy day. <laughs> Gotta have Hold on. <laughs> I need some grammar or some punctuation. What oh, is yeah. It? I should. Faith. Colon. Haunted Night, Holy Day by Brooke Finch. While many gear up for Halloween on Monday. Ooh, all, Clovis, all Saints article? I think so. Sweet. Yes, Ooh. yes. While many gear up for Halloween on Monday, Clovis and Portalis, Portalis churches will prepare for a celebration of their own. It's no coincidence that Halloween precedes the back-to-back Christian holidays, All Saints Day, also called all Hallows' Day, and All Souls' Day on Wednesday. The three consecutive holidays, sometimes lumped together, share similar roots. I've never heard of All Souls' Day. Me either. <laughs> According to the Catholic Education Resource Center... I was going to say, I have, but I know it from French class. Oh. But all three celebrated together? Nobody knows these holidays. It's a trifecta of... <laughs> Do they usually unknowns. follow each other? Always. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not like the solstice. But they're not really. well. It's like, but they're not well known. Like Halloween right. is like the holiday. The others are church throwaways. And is Halloween All Hallows Eve? Is, so it's before All Hallows Day. Yes. Okay. All Hallows Day on Tuesday and All Souls Day on Wednesday. Okay. According to the Catholic Education Resource Center, Halloween's origins date back two thousand years ago to the Celtic festival of Samhain, a time connecting life and death with pagan sacrifice. Local churches say before it was overshadowed by ghosts and goblins of modern-day Halloween, All Hallows' Eve on October 31st was meant as a night of vigil and preparation for the holy day of obligation, All Saints' Day. Cut to a dining room table in a very nice house on Thanksgiving Day, which is also (laughs) little son Isaac's birthday. Oh, it is so great having the family here all under one roof here. This is a very important time of the year. We have to reflect. Think about what we're thankful for. Thankful for family. Mm. Thankful for food, a roof over our heads. So at this time, I think uh, we're going to ask Uncle Charlie to carve the turkey here. And we're going to take this time to really focus and concentrate on all the things we have to be thankful for in this time of year. I'd like everybody, I don't want to go and around the table. Maybe we can all talk about what we're thankful for. Isaac, what are you thankful for today? Um, 
that that it's my birthday. Oh, that's <laughs> I, I know, but it's also Thanksgiving, Isaac. And right now we're celebrating Thanksgiving. Um, if we can get through all the proper Thanksgiving stuff, then maybe we can touch on your birthday later. But first and foremost, today is Thanksgiving. But but, Dad. Yes, Isaac. I, it's my birthday, and we'd never get that far. Everybody falls asleep, and it's, granted, it sits in the chair and farts and. Okay. We never get to my cake. You don't even ever bake my cake because you say we're not going to do that until all the other stuff is clear. Well, Isaac, Isaac, first off, to be fair, Thanksgiving has been around for a long, long time. And you are how old this year? Six. Six. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. But yeah, so, I mean, in all due respect, you can see why we need to give Thanksgiving its due diligence. You want me to, you want to put the candles in the turkey before I carve it? Oh, no, 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 Charlie, Charlie, that's absurd, Uncle Charlie. You don't put candles on a turkey. Now, Isaac, you see... Can what, I have a candle on mine? I can... If it will make you feel better, Isaac, then maybe we can put one candle on your uh, sweet potato fluff. But you know I don't like the sweet potato fluff. You're Isaac, just trying to get me to eat it again. It is a proper Thanksgiving food. But, well, but I, I don't mind going ahead and giving him the present that we brought. We brought him a birthday present. <gasps> you brought, really? We did. It's these. I mean, it's these mashed potatoes. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm mashed potatoes. It's these mashed potatoes that we brought for Thanksgiving. This is your birthday present. That's not funny, Uncle Charlie. Well, it's all we got you. Well, that's some very. Those are very nice. Everybody mashed potatoes. always. Yeah, Charlie, do you mind passing me those mashed potatoes? Well, let's right? ask Isaac. Hey, Isaac, can we share your birthday present with your cousin? Well, of you cor- forgot my birthday, and you're just saying that again. I made these. I made your present this year with flakes and milk. He you did. know I'm lactose intolerant. Okay, all He's right. He's just ungrateful. That's what. How about okay, on Thanksgiving? I, okay. Cut to church basement where they're planning the year's holidays. So I, I find that we've got too many people that are celebrating these awful pagan holiday pagan holidays, and we got to bring them back into the flock, make them remember the reason for the seasons. Yeah, like Halloween was a Halloween pagan holiday. Is awful. Yeah, we need right. like maybe like a, we could have a trunk or treat, right? You know, actually, there's some roots to Halloween and All Saints Day in in the Catholic Church. But they've already pagan, fixed that one. What, what are other pagan, okay, okay, pagan, all right, yeah, okay, pagan holidays? Uh, uh, St. Patrick's Day. People, just, they're always just like drinking and having, wearing green. and that, Leprechauns. Leprechauns, yeah. Really? You, you just want to say that holiday name again? St. Patrick's Day. Yes. Yeah, right, the one where everybody that, drinks. Where yeah. everybody, yeah. yeah, yeah. You hear like, how that rings, St. Patrick's Day? You, is that Saint? Yeah, he's a... Oh. Uh, so, oh, so Catholic like, like, saint. Oh, so it is a. Yeah. Oh, it is. So it is a religious holiday. I mean, perhaps co-opted by the by the pagans, but uh, yeah. I mean, you know, well, I'll what's tell you one. What's I'll another tell one? You one for the Santa Claus Day? Santa Claus Day. Well, no, no, no. But to, for for Neil's point, say it again. Santa Santa Claus, Claus Day. Santa Claus Day. Saint Nick. Right. Yeah. Right. It's named oh. after Saint also. Yeah, I do kind of like Santa Claus Day, though. I'm not going to lie. I, Maybe we could just call it Christmas. I, I don't want to co-opt Christmas. We've sort of already gotten that one nailed down or did. We let it slip in the marketing department, but... I've sat quiet long enough. <laughs> well, you Go ahead, speak all your piece. All of these holidays you're talking about already got their roots planted. Should be ashamed of yourselves, uh, Murray. We're trying sorry, to change but change things around. Let him speak. He speaks I, so infrequently. Let's let him talk. Go ahead, Murray. I'll tell you about a holiday that we need to be discussing. Yeah, March seventh. 
March okay. 7th. March okay, what happened? 7th. What's up with March 7th? My neighbor Dolores Phyllis, that's her birthday, and she's such a self-righteous little piece of work there with her little flower garden and everybody coming around talking about how good her yard is. What we need is something to take the light away from her birthday. You're thinking of a religious holiday on March 7th. I'm, I'm not sure the intent is good on, Something on your that part, doesn't have to do with flowers and nice yards. So what if, I think he's on to something here. What, what if we take a day with no holiday and we mm. turn it into one? That way we're not March competing. 7th. You're really hung up on March 7th, aren't you? Yeah. Well, that's okay. You know, well, I mean, it, I think it could be any day, but let's take an unsullied day and let's make it ours. March 7th. Yeah, I'm okay, with this okay. guy. Are over you good here. with March seventh? I mean, I don't have a preference. Is I it think on it's... a weekend this year? I mean, I'd, I think we'd want to start it on a, on a year with a weekend. Name it after somebody um, important in the Bible, like Nebuchadnezzar Day or uh, uh, Sarah, not the prostitute day. The other Sarah wasn't there two Sarahs? I, don't know. I thought we could just like crucify Frank. Crucify uh, Frank. Crucify yeah. Frank Day. Well, I mean, we could call it, you know, Frankmas or you know. Frankster, but uh, you know he's a pretty good guy. We could spin it we up could, a bit. We could we could martyr him, right? It might take a few years, but I think we could get this March seventh thing going. It would accomplish both your goals, Frank. You'd be able to take attention away from your neighbor that you don't like, but also perhaps be canonized and achieve sainthood. Wait, do do I do I have to have these these things done to me? I mean. How bad do you want this holiday? There are probably other ways to achieve sainthood, but I can't think of one that would be as efficient <sighs> well, or direct. You definitely never have to hear people complain about a birthday or talk about a birthday anymore. Well, I'll tell you what, I am sick of hearing Dolores every time I'm leaving the house. You, you do have a nice yard. You're proud of your grass. It might be a good setting for a good crucifixion. You know, I, I can tell I can tell you right now, as as soon as we start writing the story of Frank Christmas, Frankmas. Frankmas. Frankmas, we're all going to remember about how he rarely said anything, but when he did, he spoke with action and he made things happen. That man right. of conviction, Frank was. I, yeah, I, I'd, I'd like to speak with conviction right now, if and I may. Frank Murray, a man of few words, but with great import. Ooh, Murraymas, Murraymas. Yeah. Oh, Frank Murimus. Murray Frankmas. I, I feel like we're we're really trivializing and. And and cutesifying, which just sounds like the planning of my crucifixion. We are. We're not minimizing it. We're running with your idea. Now, I, I, we're I, trying I, to make it big and important. You know. You know. I I, 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 I seem to now remember the uh, the homeowners association does not allow crucifixions in our neighborhood. But so. you know what? I live in the county. We can do it at my house. Well, so, we could. We could. But remember, this, the spirit of Frankmas is that he bucks authority. I, and he does ooh, it. That's yes. right. And so we would do it as a statement this first we, year. We could nail the Homeowners Association contract on a sign above your head. Like like Perfect. Martin Luther. Hey, guys, you ready? Come well, on, Frank. Let's drag you no, on out I of here. Frank can break. come early this right, year. Yeah. Come on, let's get out this of here. Good. All right, here we go. Let me get a piece of cake. And see. Bunch of, bunch of, bunch of, bunch of small town news. Bunch of, bunch of, bunch of, bunch of small town news. Bunch of, bunch of, bunch of, bunch of small town news. This week's episode of Small Town News was inspired by the Clovis News Journal of Clovis, New Mexico. 
Stories written by Brooke Finch. Small Town News is a production of Small Town News, LLC. Episodes are performed and produced by Keith Boyd, George Oliver, Neil Oliver, and Craig Ramey. Researched by Dr. Jessica Saxon. Music performed by George Oliver. Small Town News is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and your grandmother's gramophone. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram for behind-the-scenes photos, exclusive updates, and opportunities to share your favorite small-town news. Thanks for joining us, and remember... Murray-mas? Yeah. Or Frank Murray-mas? Murray-Frank-mas! I've... I've, 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 I've